Hey everybody, it's Teach Tuesday. I'm your host, Dan Jason, and this is the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3. At EF3, we are committed to empowering people in education, faith, fitness, and finance. Growing and improving every day is what we pride ourselves on. We want to better ourselves and our world. Be sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life. Today I'm super excited because we have our double dip segment and it will be great because we have someone joining us who's near and dear to my heart, my very own brother, Brandon Jason, who will provide some great insights into the world of business, finances, and athletics. Now it's time for the Tale of the Tape. Today's guest, Brandon, Jason. He's a married man, homeowner, and resident of Gaithersburg, Maryland. Age, 28 years old. Profession, life science rep with Thermo Fisher Scientific. College, St. John Fisher, Rochester, New York. Sports played, basketball, baseball, soccer, and golf. His hobbies include golfing, beer tasting, and home projects. One funny fact is, he oftentimes gets referred to by his last name more than the first. Brandon Jason. Hey, Brandon, how's it going? Hey, Dan, going great. How are you? Doing well, thanks. So it's awesome uh, having you on the podcast today. And thanks again for being willing to sit down and talk about some interesting topics when it comes to your work in business, some finances and athletics. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. appreciate the time. Yeah. So thinking about business and you being a business professional working for Thermo Fisher, Maybe you could give us a little rundown of how you decided to get into the field of business or how that field ended up attracting you to that work. Sure. Great question. Um, and I would say, you know, to, to kick things off, uh, I'm a little indecisive overall as an individual. Uh, one of those, you know, character traits I'm still working on to this day. Um, so when I started thinking about college and what I wanted to do career-wise, um, didn't really quite know, you know, I loved sports, you know, I had passion in sports growing up, um, you know, thought maybe something business related, maybe engineering, there were all these different things going around in my mind. And it was kind of tough to, to hone in on one uh, major specifically, um, actually was my mother, our mother, for that matter, who <laughs> actually put the idea, you know, into my mind, she mentioned this major called sport management. Um, it was actually something I hadn't heard about at the time and sounded pretty cool. So, you know, started to, to look into some uh, colleges that had the degree and ultimately decided to go that route. I figured, you know, if I'm going to go to the college and study for four years, why not do something that, you know, interests me? The great part about it is even though it is, you know, sport management, it is a business degree. Um, so it, it is very similar to, you know, a general business degree, but then, uh, a little bit more 
uh, structured on the sports side once you get outside of your core requirements. Um, so that really did, you know, open me up um, to being into the, you know, the general business world, if you will, um, where I work now with Thermo Fisher Scientific. And I feel like um, having those, a lot of the, the core requirements within that degree, it did, um, you know, allow me to learn quite a bit and, and use a lot of those skills I learned early on in college to help benefit me today. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a great testament to our listeners out there that sometimes when somebody goes away to college or they pick a certain major of interest, that there's always going to be things that we go through and things that we learn that are going to ultimately benefit us down the road and being intentional about the choices that we make, but also doing things that interest us are extremely important because they can only help us later on down the line. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say whether it's, you know, college or uh, trade um, or other kind of professional schooling or, you know, even some other avenue in terms of your career, like you said, you know, where you start might not necessarily be, you know, where you finish, uh, but each step along the way, it's going to, you know, make an, have an impact in, in your journey. Yeah. And I think, you know, knowing you as you grew up and then as you continue to developed through high school and seeing you progress through the college ranks, it made a lot of sense to me that you ultimately were able to land in a position as a business professional, because I think about your strengths were definitely communication. You're a person first oriented type of guy. So those kind of um, strengths definitely play into that business role. And for our listeners out there, maybe if you could just uh, give a little bit of insight into playing into your strengths in order to be successful when it comes to the path that you ultimately go down. Yeah, like you said, Dan, uh, and I think you can, you know, attest to this too right now, you know, as you, you know, have recently entered into the business world working for Novice, um, you know, the strengths that we have, you're over the, you know, your career, you're going to start to realize and others will actually kind of point them out for you, what those strengths are. Um, I know you mentioned communication or, you know, being a people oriented person. Um, I feel like that I've, you know, leveraged on that quite a bit. Um, and a big part of that for me is uh, building relationships um, and using those, you know, not only to your advantage, but, you know, benefiting others and they'll, they'll turn around, you know, and, and provide that back to you down the line. Um, so really just, you know, being, you know, dependent on what, what works for you. We have our own strengths, each of us. And um, typically the, the more we can, you know, find a way to bring those out, the, you know, the more successful we're going to be. Definitely. I also commend you for taking that leap of faith, so to speak, right? Because even though sports management has a lot of parallels and similarities to the business world at large, and it's about team oriented concepts, you know, working in business, you're always working on teams. You have people that you manage and, uh, you know, representatives from your company who you're working with and the same in the sports management realm because everybody's in this together. It still shows a lot of courage and a lot of guts to stick yourself out there and to try something new, to give it a shot. And I think that's something that our listeners can really take away today is that at times as we're progressing in life, as we're trying to find our path, as we're going down different avenues and exploring different opportunities, 
often we will land somewhere where we're meant to be when we trust and when we do something out of the ordinary, we take that leap of faith. Absolutely. So what would you say is some of your greatest advice for somebody who's a young professional, somebody who might just be starting out in the business world and they're trying to gain success. They're, they're really working hard, but they want to be good at what they do, but they're new at it. Sure. Um, in one word specifically, I'd put it as networking. Um, networking has been a huge part of you know my career growth and development, not only professionally, but also um, you know personally. Networking, every relationship that we develop is important in some way or, or another. Um, and you just never know, you know, it, just going through life every day, that random someone, they might be that key component to your next opportunity, whether that be, you know, working or just in, you know, in everyday life. Um, so don't be afraid to, to network with others, you know, say hello, ask questions, get to know them. And that's regardless of their status or job title. Um, I think too many times, and I know, Earlier on in my career, I was a little bit nervous to, you know, approach certain individuals because they might have been, the, you know, the CEO or that, you know, high level executive. You can reach out to people because for the most part, people want to, you know, to give back how they can and help you grow, especially when you're early on in your career or if you're transitioning to, you know, another career. Um, so don't hesitate. Uh, because people do really notice when you try to make a genuine relationship with them. They notice when you're trying to build that um, and they'll help, you know, try to help you along the way. Yeah, I love how you mentioned that at times you sometimes have to take that chance. And even if it's a little bit out of your comfort zone to approach somebody who might be a higher status or something of that nature, it's important to get those conversations in. Because regardless of someone's status, job title, or where they are in the business professional world, they could have something that could spark interest in, in your job and, and you might have something to offer to them. And I would even maybe push it for our listeners, you could talk a little bit about this a little bit more and delve into it, is the fact that when you're networking, you're building those relationships and they're really authentic and people understand that you have the right intentions, you're going about this, you're eager to learn, that mm -hmm. they actually are pretty apt to want to help somebody who's younger, who is, you know, aggressive, but also at the same time doing things the right way. Right, a absolutely. And even like you said, you know, for anyone listening, or even yourself, Dan, you know, think about those times when you have, you know, put yourself out there, um, and really tried to connect with someone. Um, and if you hadn't, you know, where might you be at now? I'm sure that's, you know, it's made a huge difference for you. And I know, you know, anyone who thinks about networking in that way, think about, you know, don't think about necessarily what can this do for me, but more so, you know, how can this relationship maybe, you know, basically build, you know, something bigger than, than where I'm at right now. And, you know, maybe down the line that, that will, you know, give back to you and, and if not, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's another connection that you have in your back pocket. And, and networking goes much deeper, you know, than just in the business world, too, like you said. Um, but in terms of, you know, whether it be friends, family, others, there, there's an extended network beyond your, you know, your initial network. And 
a lot of folks, they want to help you if you're trying to advance to the next stage in, in your career or your life. Um, they're going to be willing to, you know, maybe go out, out of their way a little bit, do something small that has a profound impact on your life. Um, so just encourage, you know, anyone to, you know, take a chance. Uh, it never hurts to take a chance, you know, maybe step outside of the box and, and try to get to know someone that maybe you didn't, you know, intend on knowing and having a relationship. And you can really see how that can make a difference in your life. Yeah, and I would say that these encounters are super important because a lot of times certain people, especially when they're younger, starting out might think, well, what will this initial encounter, maybe I'm only going to meet this person once, how's it going to benefit me per se? But we never know when these things cycle around or who that person knows and how you treated them and approach mm -hmm. the situation will then come full circle back to you. And knowing the type of guy that you are and how you conduct yourself on a daily basis and then as a business professional, it definitely makes sense that your network continues to grow because the way that you approach life and how you are treating other people, certainly with that genuine respect and authenticity, is what people really desire. I know that in the business world, a lot of times things get this negative rap per se because people are just trying to step on one another in order to get to the top. But I would argue that the more that I get involved in the business world, I understand that these authentic relationships and the, the way that you go about networking the right way helps both sides of the mutual um, relationships kind of symbiotic in nature. Yeah, absolutely. Building, you know, the relationships and the trust, um, whether it be with customers, with, you know, channel partners or uh, even your teammates, like you said, teamwork is a, is a huge aspect of it, which, you know, it's always carried over from, from the sport world for me. Um, that's going to be, you know, key, another key, you know, component of being successful. Um, and, you know, have, having others, you know, look at you as someone that they can, you know, confine in and, and know that you're going to have their best intentions in mind. For sure. Now, along with networking, being a business professional and being in the world of business at large, certainly it all involves money because the dollar makes businesses <laughs> grow and That's without true. it, it can't, it can't continue. So how has learning more about money and finances impacted you personally and professionally in the past few years? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, as much as I wish for everyone, you know, anyone starting out in a career, I wish you could have, you know, great salary starting off that's not always going to be the case i'm um, just thinking back to when i you know first started you know my first job um working uh you know after i first graduated as an affiliate of penn state uh, athletics you know selling tickets uh for athletic events i was making you know peanuts uh who wants peanuts get your peanuts here salty peanuts got some peanuts here um, but it was, you know, it was great, still great first experience. I learned a lot um, through that. But, you know, as time has progressed, you know, fortunately, so has, you know, the the uh, the salary, not that that's, you know, everything, um, you know, it has to be something, you know, that you're also passionate about. And I'm fortunate um, right now what I'm doing, I, I'm very passionate about. And like you said, it's given me the opportunity to, you know, really understand the, the power of money to do with money and how you can grow money and finances have had a pretty positive impact on me over the past few years specifically 
And even though saving and investing can seem pretty scary and daunting, especially um, early on, you know, in a career, or, you know, when you're when you're maybe looking to purchase a home or do these different things or pay off, you know, debt or different things like that that might, you might have on your plate. Um, once you start to do it, it feels really good. Um, so I've learned how important it is to take finances seriously. Probably helps out a lot that uh, my brother, uh, you uh, have have helped. You know, you know, teach me how important this is. Being an older brother, um, so I've been able to learn some in your footsteps. And I have a, a very long way to go still myself, of course. Um, but I feel like once you start doing it, um, you know, you start to get into a rhythm and, and you can then look at saving and investing as an opportunity versus a sacrifice. Yeah, I really like that. Um, looking as an opportunity versus a sacrifice. I think everybody's at a different place on the journey. And the, bi- the biggest thing is it doesn't matter where you're starting at. It really matters where you're going, what you're willing to do differently in order to get to where you want to be in the future. Mm-hmm. And whether it be in the business world, as you're working up the ranks and you're trying to move and progress in your field or in the company that you're trying to move ahead in, or it be in someone's personal life, mm-hmm. it all takes that willingness to be educated and to apply the things that you learn. And I know that it can be a little bit scary or daunting or intimidating at times, but as you mentioned, it being an opportunity is something that people really have to focus on because if we do it and we do it well and are intentional about it, it will only have gains and um, a big impact on our future versus those people who aren't willing to do so or might be not willing to take the risk. At best, they're going to stay where they are, if not decline. Absolutely. I agree. And I think, uh, you know, learned a lot as well uh, in regards to your, uh, you know, your book you recently put out, Winning with Money uh, by Dan Jason. Um, fortunate enough to, to get some uh, extra insider tips from the, the author and the man himself. <laughs> um, but like you said, you know, understanding what your goals are, um, because everyone's goals are going to be different for themselves, you know, personally or, you know, in their relationship. Um, with their spouse um, or their family. So understanding what those goals are and then, you know, creating a plan and a budget to get, you know, get to that end goal. Definitely. I know before you said that you were making peanuts at Penn State. (laughs) I was thinking to myself, being a sports fan, having peanuts to watch Saquon Barkley on the field isn't the worst thing. (laughs) No, definitely not. It came with its, you know, it certainly came with its, uh, its positives for sure. But all jokes aside, I think it's important for people to understand, again, that if where you're at today is somewhere that you don't want to be in the future, it's okay. Everybody has a starting point. And when we're out of the gates, it's a matter of just continuing to run and to learn and to progress. And when we look back six months from now, are we a little bit better? And then a year from now, do we advance a little bit more? And then you look at the trajectory of your life and like your earning potential and how you're continuing to progress as a business professional, where things are going and, and where it looks like it could go in the future you can see that linear progression and that when you look back, you, you notice growth. And I think that's important for people as professionals, but also as individuals when it comes to their finances, but really everything mm-hmm. in life. Are we better today than we were in the past? Are we continuing to progress and better ourselves and the people around us? 
Right, exactly. And uh, just to, to add there, I have a, a mentor who um, recently gave me this piece of advice. You know, he said, do the best that you can right now with the, the current role or what you're currently doing. Um, and not only do I think, you know, that relates to our careers or what we're doing for work, but our everyday life. You know, if we just focus on doing our best that we can right now, um, that's going to, you know, give us the opportunity to continue to grow and do that over the long term. Yeah, I really like that. That growth mindset is is huge. So what is something that you maybe wish you knew earlier on and would provide as advice for people out there who are trying to gain that traction when it comes to their financial knowledge or to win with money? Great question, Dan. Um, so a little, I guess, uh, sports innuendo here, I'd say a uh, big thing is get off the sideline. Um, that's actually something that my, uh, my father-in-law uh, would say um, when, uh, you know, we were first thinking about, you know, getting into the, the game of finances and, and investing. Um, start investing from day one. You can't just, you know, sit on the bench. Um, so no amount is too small as well. Um, as long as you start, that's, you know, you're, you're getting off on the right foot. So really right now is, is the time to build for your future. Um, whether you have already started, if you haven't started yet, um, right now is that time. And another big component, which you've always instilled in me, Dan, is compounding interest is a game changer. Um, might be the MVP for that matter. Definitely. So I can certainly say, you know, I, I wish I had started with my first job, you know, um, but I got off the bench a few years in, um, but I'm glad that I am now. Um, so I'm fortunate that I, you know, I've had family, especially you, uh, pushing me to, to start investing because I can see how much of a difference it's going to make. Well, and it's great for our listeners out there to hear your words and your authenticity, your honesty, because all of us at times sometimes need that little push. And by getting in the game, like you mentioned, then we have access to a whole nother world and we can take advantage of all those things that can be assets and allies to us when it comes to our finances. I definitely think that people are sometimes hesitant because they don't know. So my biggest right. piece of advice is for those out there who might be a little bit timid because I'll be honest, uh, 12 or so years ago, I was very timid when it came to it and you gain in exposure when you mm -hmm. read up on it, when you learn about it, that mm -hmm. confidence is built and then you see success. And when you see success, you understand that there isn't just one set formula, but that you can dip into a lot of different vehicles when it comes to investing and you have that success, then it's like, wow, I can do this and you gain traction and you feel better about it, but definitely getting in the game. So for those people out there who maybe haven't, just get that started, get the ball rolling, no matter how much it is. And understand, like Albert Einstein said, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. You got to get working <laughs> in your favor. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, like you were, you know, mentioning, you got to practice just like mm -hmm. in, in sports. Um, you got to practice and in terms of that when it comes to finances, you know, doing it on a consistent basis. It doesn't have to be a lot. Um, but doing it regularly, I think, makes it, you know, makes a huge difference because it, it gets more comfortable um, and you go from, you know, maybe a 50 percent uh, 
free throw shooter to 75. And as you keep doing it and repeating it over time and put in that effort, you know, you're just going to build from there. And, and, you know, sooner than later, it's going to be like, you know, shooting with your eyes closed and, you know, it's going to be something, you know, an everyday part of your life. Yeah. Practice is the key. When you practice, you get better at it and you hone those skills. Well, unless you're Allen Iverson, of course. <laughs> it's, easy, it's easy to, to, to talk about. It's easy to sum it up. When you just talk about practice, we sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. <laughs> you know what he said about practice. But with all seriousness, again, it's, it's important for us to continue to grow, to continue to learn, to better ourselves in these different realms. Now, I know you're a big reader, and that's awesome. Uh, definitely great books out there to learn about all different avenues when it comes to life. And that just is, again, a testament to the kind of person you are and trying to live that full life. What book has had the greatest impact on you lately with regard to financial success or your career journey? And if you can't think of just one, that's okay. Maybe give our, our listeners a couple options out there. Sure, absolutely. Um, and I will say, you know, trying to make the most of, you know, different situations, being in the, the current situation that we are with, you know, with this pandemic, um, it has given me the opportunity, I would say, to, to focus more um, in some other areas of myself. Um, and one of those would be reading beforehand. I wouldn't say that I've, you know, done a whole lot of reading a little bit here and there, but it's something that I've tried to make more as a goal to, to kind of better myself. Um, and continue, you know, both my education, but also, you know, just insight on a, on a variety of different topics. Um, book that I'm currently actually reading right now about halfway in is called Atomic Habits, uh, written by James Clear. Um, it's a really, really cool piece. Um, essentially, you know, no matter what your goals are, this book, it offers a proven framework for improving yourself every day. Um, so it reveals practical strategies that will teach you exactly how to form good habits, break bad ones, and master the tiny behaviors that lead to remarkable results. Um, and I can certainly see how I'd be able to, you know, relate to this in my everyday life. Um, and I, I look forward to, you know, finishing the book out, but it's certainly uh, something that I would recommend to anyone out there. No, that's awesome advice. I, I love the title. And also the what the book stands for because habits really make who we are and we're either going to move the needle forward or it's going to fall backwards but if we're intentional about it if we keep understanding more about ourselves and how to mm -hmm. formulate and utilize the time that we have every day to improve it's going to better our life and ultimately better the people around us as well because that's really what life is about yeah absolutely and right now you know being the current situation and environment is a, a good time for us to, to reflect on what really is important. And, you know, if we want change out there, um, you know, thinking about the things, the steps that we can take um, ourselves and, and helping to contribute, to give back, to, to, you know, ultimately help make the world a better place. No, I love that. You know, we can choose to be that change that we want to see is, is the key. So now we're going to take a little short commercial break. We'll be right back at it in a moment. This podcast is brought to you by Aviza Super Clean, the industry's leader in carpet cleaning, 
mold removal, trauma, and water damage restoration. A 24-hour full-service operation. Aviza Super Clean, located in Albany, New York, is sure to leave the shine when life leaves a mess behind. Make it Mike's. Make it Aviza Super Clean. Now, Brandon, you uh, definitely have had a lot of great opportunities and experiences when it comes to sports and athletics. Personally, I enjoyed following your sports and athletic journey. Uh, growing up as kids, we did pretty much everything together when it came to sports, from playing Little League Baseball and winning the championship sure to playing countless games during the summertime from sunup to sundown and then seeing you progress and go to you know, states and basketball, it was amazing to be part of that journey with you and to see your passion continue when it comes to athletics. So what would you say is, you know, your favorite thing when it comes to sports on a broad scale? And then we'll get into some specifics in a few minutes. Sure. Um, I'd say the number one aspect um, and something that I kind of learned, you know, progressively over time and kind of came to, to realizing more recently is seeing the, the impact and the effect that, that sports and athletics have overall. Um, and specifically, their unique ability to bring people together and create a sense of camaraderie. Um, and I don't just mean necessarily, you know, playing on a team um, or being, you know, part of a, a team, but I also mean, you know, attending a sporting event or even, you know, deeper, you know, being part of a, a movement, if you will. Um, and specifically how we see a number of professional athletes, um, women and men, you know, really standing up for what they believe in right now. Um, I think that's huge. Um, and I see, you know, the sports world really can bring folks together. Um, whether you see someone, you know, wearing your team's colors um, or see, you know, a logo, it has a way of allowing us to connect with others, especially those who we might not have, you know, had or, or believed to have, a, you know, necessarily uh, commonalities with previously. So sports have been a, a great driver for change and breaking barriers. Um, and the influence of sports and athletics certainly goes a long way. Yeah, you hit that one on the head because sports definitely helps us to collaborate and it allows people from all walks of life to come together and to unify under one team, albeit whatever it is in terms of professional sports or college or a sport that you play in or you root for, it allows those barriers and walls to to be separated or to break down and for people to focus on what really matters and when we think about the condition and the way of the world right now, I see that as the unifying factor. And I'm really grateful that sports are coming back, especially this hope that youth and high school sports will be back in the fall. Right. And being able to see the professional teams get back at it, because as much as it is a release and it's an enjoying experience, mm-hmm. it really is all about that camaraderie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like you said, you know, Sports, are they a game? Yes, um, but there's a lot more, you know, there to it. And like you said, you know, with professional sports, some of them coming back, you know, back online, it's people, you know, people do want to see that. It's important for people. But like you said, too, I've, you know, taken a lot of time to think about, you know, 
those students, whether they be, you know, high school or those college athletes who, you know, it, it must be very difficult for them right now. And, you know, I, I give them a lot of credit, you know, for the, the situation that they're in, um, because it, it can't be easy right now. Hopefully, you know, soon enough, they'll be back on the field or on the court. Um, but definitely a lot of, you know, a lot of thoughts go out to them um, as they, you know, continue through their, you know, their career path. Um, and hopefully, you know, it, for all of us, you know, this situation, it is a, you know, hopefully it's a learning event um, and we can all grow from it. Hmm. I really like that because certainly sports and athletics teach us as much as we get a formal education in school, mm -hmm. high school, college and beyond. Sports are something that the world offers that we can learn and grow from, as you mentioned. And I just wanted to see if you can maybe expand upon what you were saying before, because along with the camaraderie, along with what people can learn, you mentioned that they can be that great teacher, what someone can better their own life because of it, because it goes far sure. beyond a ball or a bat or a basketball court, especially when it comes to our young people and how can be able to prepare them for the real world and life situations. Yeah, absolutely, Dan. So, I mean, sports have taught me a lot about teamwork and practice. I know you can certainly say the same yourself. Um, sports were one of the first times I learned how important it is to work together. I'm sure a lot of you out there who have had, you know, played in any kind of organized sports or athletics or um, even other things for that matter, you know, that's where you, where you learn how important it is um, to support your team when they're down and pull your own weight for that matter. Um, as the saying goes, practice makes perfect or more accurately practice makes permanent. Um, that's the way that I like to think about it. So the time and effort we put in, it makes a huge difference. And I've seen this throughout my life, both on the field, in the classroom and at work, uh, but also my personal life. Um, you know, what you put in is what you're going to get out. Yeah, that's so true when it comes to really all walks of life, the effort and the intentionality, what people want, what is their why, and that drives them to do what it takes individually and as a member of the team for the collective whole. And I love how sports are a great analogy for life and a great teacher because no matter what profession people are in, we're going to be working with others. And for kids out there right. who are on a team, there are going to be people that we completely get along with that are going to be our best friends. And there are going to be people that maybe we don't get along with, but we have to work together with in order for that team to win. And the best teams out there throughout all different sports are the ones that are able to become unified and be able to work through those differences to strengthen each other, to pull out the best in one another in order to get the job done and the, to achieve the goals that they set out for Right. So what was the greatest challenge of working in the world of sports? I mean, you spent time out there at Penn State, you did quite a bit during your college days with um, St. John Fisher, you know, athletic department. So what would you say was one of the hardest things when it came to that realm of being involved in sports? Sure. I'd say one of the, the difficult parts was, that bringing in the sport industry, it, it can be a grind. You know, you have your long hours, you have your nights, your weekends. Typically, you're working when you, you know, might rather be a fan of the game. 
that was a challenge for me is, you know, I love, you know, watching sports so much and, and participating myself that sometimes it's hard to, you know, find that uh, differentiator, if you will. Um, but nonetheless, uh, it certainly had its, you know, it had its great perks. Um, I'll always think about, you know, how awesome it, it felt to stand on the sideline in Beaver Stadium, full, uh, sold out, you know, football stadium with over 100,000 fans in attendance and realize that you helped make that happen. Um, and just going back to, you know, seeing the power of sport that, it, you know, it was really cool to be a part of, you know, part of that industry and the, the impact that sports can have. Yeah, that's great. So how did you make the shift from sports to the business world? And was being an athlete beneficial to you? I know you talked about this mm -hmm. a little bit in the first part of the podcast, but being so intentional and so involved in the sports realm, and then to make that ultimate jump, was being an athlete something that you drew on and were able to gain strength and maybe some practices that you're able to carry over or was it what you study or maybe it was a combination mm -hmm. of both yeah sure um so making the shift from working in the sports world to the business world so to speak um it was fairly simple um being that like i mentioned you know having a general background in business that definitely helped but regardless of that, you know, I feel like if you're open to change and having that mindset and especially learning, especially when it comes to something new, then that is most of what you need. Um, of course, having a team behind you is huge as well. Um, but if you have that right, you know, that right mindset and again, going back to networking, if you have that network of folks that can help guide you and um, then you have a solid background and backbone to, you know, to getting to that next step, whether it's a career transition or, or just progression in itself. Um, as far as, like you mentioned, you know, being an athlete, what has that taught me? Um, I'd say, you know, some of the biggest pieces there are practicing and perseverance. I have been turned down, you know, by numerous employers, um, but that, you know, that hadn't kept me and it, it won't keep me in the future from trying again. Um, and I try to practice my craft, so to speak, you know, as often as I can, um, in regards to my own, you know, my current job now, I know that improvement is a continuous process. Um, you know, we're never going to be perfect, but we can, you know, try to work towards that. And I believe that a lot of the, the effort and dedication that I put into that I put into my work today is a result of having been an athlete. Yeah, I mean, for our listeners out there, keep that in mind. Perseverance. Life is hard. Things aren't going to go your way. There are going to be hurdles. There are going to be obstacles. There are going to be things that you never would have expected to happen, and you might be rejected, and it might feel bad. But if you think about when you were playing Little League Baseball, or when you're playing CYO hoops or whatever sport you might be involved in or another activity, we don't always win. Sometimes mm -hmm. we win and sometimes we don't. I argue, and I bet you would agree with me, that in those losses we learn the most because it's the times we get knocked right. down, but then we get back up and we keep trying, we keep after, we keep persevering, that the most growth happens. And you really hit it when you said, I continue to practice my craft and I want to give – 
full effort every day because I'm dedicated to it. So you out there are listening, you're dedicated. If you continue to persevere, things will work out for you because you're chasing down success. It's not just going to happen. You got to chase it down. Absolutely, Dan. Like you said, you're going to have those losses. Um, we're going to, you know, make mistakes or make bad calls from time to time. I think, you know, the, the, the big takeaway there is trying our best to, you know, get back up, but ultimately learn from those um, and, you know, use those as fuel to, to fire us up and, and move forward and, you know, do better in the future. So what do you think maybe has been something that's surprised you about your own path to success? Because it's really important for people to hear, you know, the progress that you've made, but ultimately, and this is your chance, I know you don't brag, you're a very humble guy, but if you're willing to share with us just something that we could take away in terms of understanding that all this hard work does pay off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, just, you know, to, to think, you know, sit here and think, you know, if someone had told me seven years ago that I would be working for the leader in serving science, uh, Thermo Fisher Scientific, I probably would have laughed. Um, <laughs> I can't help myself from laughing right now. Um, but with the right mentality and openness to learn something new and, and through networking, that's where I'm at today. And what I'd say is, you know, you might not know what that next step is. You might not even necessarily know, you know, what you want to do five, 10 years from now. But, um, you know, putting your head down, putting in the time and the work um, and showing others kind of leading by example, um, showing them that, you know, you will do your best and give your best. I think different avenues and opportunities will be opened up to you, not only in, you know, in your work life, but in your personal life as well. Um, when we take chances on others and, and show that we're, we're uh, you know, able to, to step up to the plate go to bat for, for our teammates, for those who are in our inner circle, whether it be friends and family, I think it's really going to let you, you know, let us grow um, as individuals um, and really just strengthen our life all around. Yeah. I think really to articulate and sum up what you're talking about, it's about doing the next right thing. It's not a bad thing. And it's often natural that we don't have it all figured out. And it's okay to not have it all figured out. But if you take that next step, if you continue to move little by little, eventually you're going to get there. And mm -hmm. by being that hardworking person, that persevering, um, you know, diligent and goal-oriented person, you're going to be able to do things that you never would have expected as you attested to. Absolutely. It's like you said, it's not, you know, it's not always going to be easy. There's usually going to be more, you know, downs than ups. But um, as long as, you know, you, you put in the, the effort, it's going to get recognized. So maybe you can leave us with one more piece of advice for those out there. Why fitness and athletics is important for us to have some kind of involvement in, whether we're a parent and we have kids who are, you know, getting old enough to be on teams we're somebody who wants to continue to journey with our health and our wellness, or we're trying to figure out how being oriented or connected to sports, how it can continue to help us to progress in our field of work. What do you have for us? 
Sure. Um, and I wish I could say that I was, you know, as motivated as you are each day, Dan. Um, certainly, you know how to get after it in terms of uh, working out and whatnot. But I would say from for myself personally, my, my best advice would be to try and incorporate fitness through something that you enjoy and try to make a, a regular routine out of it. Um, I personally, I, I struggle with, you know, trying to get after it each day. Um, but for me, I, I do tend to try to focus on making myself better and seeing that it will help me um, in the long run, obviously, you know, not just the, the obvious of in terms of my health and well-being, but building, you know, building myself up to be a better individual overall. Um, so definitely feel like, you know, finding a way to incorporate fitness into things that, you know, you like or you enjoy uh, makes it seem less of a chore. So for me, for example, um, you know, more recently uh, started, you know, running and doing, uh, doing some other things that hopefully when I can get back out on the golf course uh, might help me out some. Uh, <laughs> golf game's a little lousy, but, you know, every bit helps. But I think, you know, doing things that allow you to connect with things that have a purpose or you have a passion for um, definitely help uh, in your own journey and well-being. No, that's huge. People have to marry these two things, something they enjoy with something that mm -hmm. can also challenge them. And if we could find those two and put them together when it comes to our fitness, we can make great strides. Now, you've done an awesome job in your community down there in Rockville, Maryland and Montgomery County working with children with disabilities. And I know in the past you've helped to run a youth baseball program. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that because although this pandemic is happening, mm -hmm. there's still good things happening out there in the community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've been, since being down here in the area um, the last couple of years, been supporting an organization called the Miracles League. Um, which gives disabled children the opportunity to play baseball in a fun, safe, and inclusive environment. Um, so in, in my area specifically, they, the kids play on an adapted rubberized field, um, and we provide you know, instruction on hitting, throwing, catching, and fielding, um, which is really great. In the Miracle League, it, the kind of the motto behind it is, you know, believes that every kid deserves the chance to play ball. Um, regardless of any limitations. Um, and the great thing is the program has branches all across the U.S. and hi highly encourage, you know, anyone who might be interested in getting involved, you don't even have to, you know, necessarily know the sport itself, um, but there's certainly ways to get involved. And, you know, the Miracle League's always looking for additional players, um, but also volunteers um, to help out. It's, you know, it's been a great cause and it, no better feeling, you know, than seeing a kid out there with a smile on their face. Yeah, I love that. And I love how you're willing to give uh, with a generous heart and also be able to share your passion of baseball in order to help out in your own community. It's really great stuff. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, so I just want to, again, uh, thank you, Brandon, for coming and joining me on the podcast. It's certainly a pleasure for you to join us today in the EF3 platform. Certainly, it's awesome to hear all that you've been able to do in terms of your sports journey and business finances and bringing it full circle, hearing your insights. I'm sure it will inspire and uh, motivate a lot of our listeners out there to continue to live life to the fullest.
Thanks, Dan. Pleasure's mine. Keep up the great work yourself. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. See ya. For Teach Tuesday, this has been an episode of the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Make sure to visit EF3Life.com. Follow us on social media at EF3Life. Stay motivated, keep progressing, and as always, live life to the fullest.